Hello everyone, this is Rev Brad on the Soccer Chaplains United podcast from the Touchline. Today's podcast is part of our Lesson from Lasso series, so if you're short on time, when you hear that Ted Lasso theme song, you can skip ahead a minute and get right into the pod. Apple TV's Ted Lasso show has been very popular, and a lot of what we see on the screen gives a glimpse of life at a football club. Being around a professional team for some 25 years, I thought I would offer a chaplain's perspective on some of what we see in each episode. There are some great lessons to be learned, whether you're a person of faith or not. You might be an athlete, a coach, or simply a fan of the beautiful game. I think you're going to find a lot of clever and creative wisdom in this series. Thanks for joining us today. Here we go with another lesson from Ted Lasso. He's found the space, and he's found the back of the net. Just a little off foot, thinking he's going to go far post. Not strong enough with his right hand. Whips that one in. Far post, almost made him in, and they have. He has the hat trick. The second in his career. The third of the night. The hat trick hero. Talked about you're not going to be able to sustain that kind of pressure. To the corner. Goes towards the near post. And you're the angle. And what a goal! What a goal! Today's lesson from Lasso, lesson 41 if you're keeping track, we open up episode 6. Yes, still in season one here. We see Coach Ten Lasso a bit beside himself. We come to understand that the breakup with wife Michelle is happening. And we see for the first time Coach Lasso removes the wedding ring, which is featured prominently up until now. Lasso is a loyalist. He is faithful even when things aren't going great and the sort of official separation from his wife is something he's taking hard. We see it unfold in the opening minutes of the show. During Lasso's unsettledness, he makes this comment about whether to bury or bathe himself in his work. This is the way that he's going to look to cope with his marital struggles. Let's talk about this for a moment. By now, we know Coach Lasso. We've seen his character. Perhaps we aren't surprised that he takes this official, quote-unquote, separation from Michelle hard. And Lasso's coping mechanism is to more deeply dive into his work, trying to ignore and push through the pain, the loss. As a chaplain and pastor, I would say that Lasso's response is fairly common and typical. It fits a lot of stereotypes about men and how men respond to rejection, failure, struggle, disappointment. Oftentimes, men derive a great sense of value from their jobs, from their work. It is often one of the primary sources of identity, purpose, meaningfulness. Following on closely from that, men can also derive a satisfaction and purpose and identity in relationships. But when one area is going poorly, the tendency is to take flight or to overcompensate in another area, an area where for a man, he can feel some sort of value or success or achievement. Now, I'm no expert on this. There's others that have written and developed much more clearer trains of thought around this. But men also can tend to lose themselves in areas of play. When things aren't going well at work or in their relationships, especially amongst younger men, they can retreat into the unreality or places like video games where success might be found. Uh, Video gaming, sports, other leisurely and restful activities actually become overemphasized places of retreat as we experience pain or hurt and loss in those other areas like work or relationships. But what are we to do in times, though, when we're tempted to flee or retreat from the ensuing struggle in those places? The words of the Hebrew prophet Isaiah come to mind. 
In Isaiah 30, verses 15 through 18, we read this. This is what the sovereign Lord, the Holy One of Israel says, In repentance and rest is your salvation. In quietness and trust is your strength. But you would have none of it. You said, no, we will flee on horses, therefore you will flee. You said, we will ride off on swift horses, therefore your pursuers will be swift. A thousand will flee at the threat of one. At the threat of five, you will all flee away till you are left like a flagstaff on a mountaintop, like a banner on a hill. Yet the Lord longs to be gracious to you. Therefore, he will rise up to show you compassion for the Lord is a God of justice. Blessed are all who wait for him. Consider the words that I just emphasized. Repentance, rest, quietness, trust. These seem to me like passive words, like words of surrender or words of meekness, not the words of action that we might hope for when we're in dire straits. These words seem contradictory and contrary to our nature as human beings, especially as men. We often want to fix and fix quickly problems that we have, whether at work or in our significant relationships. If you're like me, you don't like to have any problems hanging about. You want a clean sheet, a fresh slate, all the boxes ticked as one way to put it. If and when we can't fix, or we're powerless or afraid, our tendency is to run and retreat from suffering or problems or issues that we might face. And as we leave those problems, we dive into places where we might feel like we have some modicum of success. We bury or we bathe ourselves in our work or in our play when we struggle with our relationships. Or in some of those other areas, we, we will do the same thing in those, in those other ways. But when we read the Isaiah text, when we can see that we can run and flee all we want, but really it's going to end up in being desperately lonely and an isolating kind of position. Well, let me encourage you, my friend, if you have experienced failure or suffering or loss, be still for a moment. Center. Center yourself. Center and focus on God. Wait for Him. This is not easily done, but look for ways to rest, to turn from old ways and habits and patterns to quiet yourself and to trust. Let God deliver you from the trial or adversity. Remember that God longs to show you compassion, to meet you in the place of pain and to transform and to heal you. Well, thanks for listening to this lesson from Ted Lasso. This is Reb Brad coming to you from the Touchline. Thank you.